0: Live on the interwebs.
1: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Hooniverse Podcast. This is episode 175, and I'm your host Jeff. I oh, do I always just say one name? High energy glucker. Yeah, yeah. This is high energy for me to start. For All podcast. the new listeners, you're like, hey, I'm Jeff.
2: You know, just this guy. I Did- I got like bikes. <laughs>
0: uh, I like some movies. Peanut butter is good. To paint a picture, we're sitting indoors. Jeff has glasses a hat on, and then a hoodie over said hat.
1: And it's probably like 68 degrees out. Yeah. Um, very cold in Southern California. That is the voice of both Chris and Zach, which means we have a full house in the studio tonight. What's going on, guys?
0: Hey. I just got back from a very long drive.
1: Yeah, from that one shitty state where things happen. That's <laughs> well, Chris. there are many <laughs> shitty,
0: fl- shitty states, but yeah. And that's Chris. Sorry, because Chris. Because
2: respectively, our names were given in, in the incorrect order. So
1: well, I didn't specify an order.
2: You said in order, which usually we follow, followed by the word respectively. I. But that uh, would have been wrong. I'm
1: an anarchist.
0: If you can't tell, <laughs> I'm against the that machine. Is the, <laughs> anarchy is commonly denoted by hoodie over hat these yeah, days. Yeah, I'm like Mister
1: Robot too.
0: Um, so yeah, how was Florida? It was. Um, I was in the state for about an hour before I got pulled over. <laughs> um, awesome. It was. It was Florida. I had to you move, didn't drive, right? Yeah. What? Yeah. Did you I, drive the Fiesta? No. I had to Corvette? drive. Uh, so my mom oh, was. Oh, you're driving a van. No. Um, just <laughs> keep guess. going. Keep you going. Just,
1: did you have a helicopter? <laughs> no.
0: Did you take a sub? What kind yes. of canoe was it? <laughs> I took a submarine across the land. <laughs> Neat. Yeah. It was on the back of a tractor trailer. It was a smooth ride. Nuclear powered. Would be. <laughs> but uh, no, uh, my mom was moving from Orange County back to Florida to live by my sister. So. Um, so I traveled to the land that dare not speak its name mm-hmm. and, um, yeah, it was there. It was, uh, I left on Thursday at like two o'clock in the afternoon, was there Saturday at 10 o'clock at night. So it was a, that's lot. pretty good.
1: You just pulled through Then I
0: averaged about 94 miles an hour.
1: Yeah. That's uh that's a quick trip to Florida.
0: I, yes, yes, it was. <laughs> that's uh, the best kind. Yeah. The briefest is the best. Yes. Uh, I will, I will fully endorse the Escort 9500 IX. Yes. That thing was so fucking good. Even my mom was like, wow, this thing's really worth the money.
1: That's what I've been trying to tell all you Valentine 1 fools for years now. I love my Escort 9500. I, I love my
0: Valentine 1. I don't understand I've the got, issue. Why it, do we
1: have to? We I can know, both, you
0: right. know. I will say, like, at points in Texas, I was getting warnings like two miles out.
1: Though I will say, because I've also been testing the K40 still, and some people Who back. Who makes the K40? K40 makes the K40. K40 oh, is the I've never even heard of that. It's called the K40 RS2. They're like, you know, everybody knows Escort, Everyone knows Valentine 1, um but then K40's like the smaller player. Hey, guys. And then some <laughs> of the like some of the like hardcore radar detector like fanboys cuz I guess the, you know there's, there's the Steven Baldwin. They um they they yeah. they, 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 they kind of shit on it. They say it doesn't work. I I've been really impressed with the K40 I've been using. Yeah. Plus, it has the technology, which I'm sure the big, the big boys have now, too, to um, get rid of a lot of the false alerts. So yeah, I've been the, using yeah. my K40 a lot, but then I just switched back to my Escort to try it, and I've been getting tons of false alerts.
0: I've ha- I, if you set the Escort up, like, I've had mine for probably five years now. Um, no real false alerts to speak of. It's just it's all on like the kind of fine details, so like you do have to dive in a little more to get it, to get it dialed in. Yeah, but it does it works great And that, and they've got the little button where you can press it, and you go from this point forward, we will ignore this thing. Yeah, no,
1: that's my favorite part of the the smart core. That's very cool. But the uh, but I'd be getting all this, the false alerts from everybody's radar crews and all that stuff, which yeah. is what's been killing me around here. Whereas the K40 was, K forty was is filtering all that K-band out?
0: Band turned off on yours?
1: I believe I do. Yeah, I have K band turned off, but I keep X band on just because there's parts of the country where some what? cops still use it. I did not There's like two counties. I know. Yeah. And, and that's Georgia. what's probably giving me most of my um, That's giving yeah. you.
2: That's like every every automatic door you go by. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, I know that too, but um the, the it's this all this radar and all the radar that's in cars now is was lighting the thing up the other. Yeah, end. you
0: got to turn off the X band. Uh, yeah. That that's almost certainly Also, destroyed.
2: well the annoying thing is Infinity uses laser. So whenever ti- every so time, every time you get the laser hit, you get laser oh, hit, and I, look, and I look behind Thank me and I go, Infinity or Mazda is just sitting back there.
0: Speaking of, so I was uh, I was on the Florida Turnpike last night. I went down to visit some friends before I before I flew back this morning, and uh, the laser the laser sensor on my escort saved my ass at like one o'clock in the morning. It caught it at a good half mile away, and I was able to stop. And there were they, there they were. It was perfect. I was just like everybody goes. Laser detection doesn't work. That saved me a ticket at over 100 miles it, an hour. It does
2: at night if you're far enough away where they can't tell which headlights were doing what. I, I've oh, gotten I was in the only later. car on the road. Oh, really?
0: Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Dang. So it caught it a long ways off before they could, like, focus on me. So it picked up just one little beam, just one little stray hit, and then... They were like, something
2: is going 120. <laughs> but it, it could be an owl. It couldn't be. It yeah. could be that car, but it could be an owl.
0: That's a Camry. There's no way it can do that. Yeah. <laughs> That's
1: true. Um... All right, so let's slide. Let's slide into just a a little bit of news. Only a little bit of news this week. Mm Let's coconut oil into news. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Mercedes Benz (laughs) revealed its pickup. (laughs) Too far. (laughs) Revealed its pickup truck today. Um, Concept. Concept, but very nearly. It's very close. With some, obviously, some conceptual touches, especially the tailgate area, uh, called the X-Class, which I actually think is a pretty cool name for a Mercedes truck. Uh, They showed two. One was, like, a tough off-roader, and the other one was, like, just a regular Mercedes pickup truck. Uh, I don't know. It's kind of cool. It's built on the bones of an actual, real body-on-frame truck called the Nissan Navara.
0: Yeah, I was going to say they they got it from, like, the Navara, which is, like, related to the Frontier. Uh,
1: Well, they used to be the same, and then the last generation we get like the pussy version and then the navara is like it's like Tacoma versus Hilux
0: yeah well i mean it's like what's been going on with every other small pickup is yeah. we don't get them and everybody else right. gets them
1: yep yeah exactly so it's it's a tough it's a it's a it's tougher than the frontier yeah the nissan stuff i mean
0: i owned a nissan pickup that had engine problems so you know i'd count that aside because it just wasn't taken care of before i had it but otherwise, those trucks are pretty bulletproof. Yeah, they always yeah. have been. So, so then that's now a good this one
1: that. has the Mercedes body panels and, and S- the interior is nicer. But as, as far as everyone knows, we're not getting it in
0: the U.S., which w- is stupid because they would sell shit. See, I I disagree. I don't, I don't think they would.
1: I think I I saw a, a few people saying they'd sell a ton of them. But the people who buy trucks, they buy that they buy the Ford and they buy the Chevy. Like they they, they, go, they they
2: barely buy the Tacoma or the Tundra and barely. those are made here and then they and then you've got like Nissan and um what am I missing? Ridgeline.
0: But I think like, you're discounting the people that buy those as quote-unquote luxury vehicles they'd buy like the king ranches and the denalis and all that kind of stuff no that, no, no I'm i counting think these them too. i
2: think these are much more these are not as capable as those trucks like right. so you buy a king no. ranch and you have a ranch it's you a might tow some t- shit yeah. you got some horses and. but, but most people
0: that buy a king Rancher or a denali are not using them for actually towing a lot of people are buying them just because they think it's the most luxurious version but on the flip thing.
1: side though there are people who like who are into the equestrian world mm-hmm. so they, they have their trailer, but they also have tons of money because centaurs, horses because <laughs> they're centaurs, so, but they tow their their horses in their fucking super mega 60 70 thousand dollar truck, yeah. so there could be some equestrian crossover, but I feel like you know Texas's truck is I truck saw capital you know, I,
0: I was really surprised. I saw a lot of titans in Texas, yeah, I saw a lot of them. Um, which didn't used to be the case. But you know, Toyota's been making a big, big push down there. And they're of course trying to relocate right, everybody. Right. All their employees from Southern California. Hey, Titan or Tundra. Uh, uh, Tundra rather. Oh, okay. Sorry. Uh, no, I didn't see any I didn't see any Nissan Titans. He saw, saw the Toyota Tundra. He saw the Toyota, Toyota, Toyota a, product. Yeah. Right. Not the okay. Nissan product. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. The, um, but um, Hey man,
2: he said Titan, so I asked. Yeah, yeah, okay. no, You were right to God question damn. me.
0: I was wrong. I'm an awful person. <laughs> uh, has a, God has a plan. Uh but yeah, there were a lot of there were a lot of tundras um Titans I, or, <laughs> <laughs> See, now now you're <laughs> fucking with me. No, Titans.
1: It'd be Titans. No, I'm just kidding. It'd be Tundras. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tacomas, Tacomas.
0: Ridgelines. Ridgelines. No, in Ohio, you might see Ridgelines. Um, I actually saw a fair number of Ridgelines on the road. It's a good-looking truck, too. Mm-hmm. They're um, very smart. I own, I know a few people that own them and they love them.
1: I feel like I feel like the markets where they're they it's so it's South America, Europe, and um uh, I feel like Australia. Singapore, yeah, that makes Australia. sense. Australia. Uh, I feel like it makes sense there. I just feel like people are too much. It they're hanging back to see what the Colorado's gonna do. I'm sure mm-hmm. to see if Ford brings the Ranger back, which they say they're doing, to see how that's gonna do because the midsize truck is kind of like no, no, no. Give me the half ton. I need at least a half ton, uh, maybe you know three quarter ton. So to get a midsize and Mercedes is building is an active lifestyle. Like this is like a hipster. Who lives in the city who has tons of money and then yeah. goes mountain biking on the weekends? That's even think what the program
0: looked like. I think you've got that. And I think the other thing that you can pitch it as is for the guy that doesn't want to drive his wife's crossover, you've got the Mercedes dick measurer. Possibly. You know? Possibly. It's, it's because it'll, they'll throw the five and a half liter turbo in it more than likely. So that'll, you know, that would be a good replacement. Like, Honestly, like if you were going to buy a crossover for the same kind of money, no. See,
1: it's midsize; it's way smaller, so it won't have the five and a half liter. I think China will like these. It's it's right now the 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 top engine is a diesel V six. Yeah, but well, If they came here, here though, I don't think we'd get a five and a half liter. I don't think we would no, get, but we'll do do get this, a eight. do the four liter. I bet they'd have some kind of turbocharged. Yeah, like whatever's in like the C forty three or something, and an AMG version could be pretty rad. Like, did did you see the two that they showed off? Did you see the pictures mm-hmm. of them? Did you see them at all?
0: Oh, yeah, I saw the pictures. So the
1: yeah. the yellow one. I thought it looked pretty cool. The yeah, black wheels and the and the those because it was a concept. The the fender arches were actually carbon fiber, not just painted black. There's so much. And it's so winch. funny to
2: see the amount of CGI. Like in some of the pictures, yeah. you're like, is that actually climbing a mountain? No, it's parked and they just angled it. But right, it's, right. You know, it's cool. Um,
1: and then, uh, but the white one, the the tailgate was super goofy, like super concepty, almost eighties. I were, didn't see that one. The I just tailgate saw the of the one. white one. Uh, the white one was more like street truck. Um, mm-hmm. The tailgate had a light that went all the way around the tailgate. Like it was really, it was really weird. Um, like a like, Tron truck, okay. like like the back of an Apple product. It was, um, yeah, like a Tron truck too. Um, this is
2: your docking port.
1: It'll be really interesting to see what they do throughout the world, and I'm sure they're paying attention. And then it'd be it'd be great if Mercedes did come in, and then you know, Cadillacs like, you know what, fuck it, let's make a, uh, let's bring back the Escalade EXT or something like no. that. And then, uh, and then uh, BMW's like, of course we want the truck. We have to have every niche possible. And da-da-da-da-da. yeah. Um, so we have also
2: funny. built a pickup truck wagon cross sport. Yeah, one one lo-
1: part of the uh, so I had to watch the live stream because I was yeah. writing about it for Motor Authority. One part I thought was really funny. Doctor Z, who's you know synonymous with Mercedes at yeah. this point, uh, and it f- seems like actually a really friendly guy. Uh, and he's
0: also the head writer for Bald Mustache Aficionado Weekly. Yes,
1: yes, he is. Well, he's talking about how like he's he's always loved. He's a very German man. He's talking about how he's always loved pickups, uh, and when he was with. Daimler in the 80s in South America, he loved seeing the trucks. And they actually made a like Ute 220 diesel or something like they called La Pickup. for. Mm-hmm. But then me, I'm thinking he was a German executive in South America in the 80s. What was he doing down there? <laughs> I watched a little bit too much X Men First Class to, and I was like, I can't make jokes- I can't make Nazi jokes because Germans hate that and it's unwarranted. But I was like, there, there's 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 humor, there's something nobody's nobody's picking up that It's in not South as America. though they weren't earned.
0: No, but I mean, well, yeah. look,
2: I mean, Bob yeah. Lutz was working in Germany in the seventies, like starting the M Division, so. Mm-hmm. It's like people,
1: you know,
0: we have air, we've no, had airplanes for a while. I,
1: I don't think Doctor Z is a Nazi no. at all. He's I just thought young. it was funny yeah. that he was in South America. In the He's 80s. too
0: young. He was only a Nazi sympathizer, right? Or, his, or maybe his parents.
1: Um, so <laughs> moving on from me saying horrible things here. How those Mercedes press to cars, the next? Jeff. Yeah, to, I actually haven't got one in a while. There you um, go. Hyundai had something interesting pop up at the Nürburgring. Uh, Honda, Hyundai. Honda. <laughs> <laughs> now we're gonna confuse fucking everybody. Hyundai, like Sunday, has an actual mid-engine hot hatch that called was called the Tight Running at the. Ring. <laughs> it's called the RM16. It's the Tundra. Tundra. It's the Tundra. Tundra. It's uh, It looks potentially
2: it, awesome. Are they gonna make this? Like I'm, I'm I looking at so. it, I, is it? Or is it just gonna be a race car? Is, is, are they entering? Is this the, no, this, engine world rally.
1: No, because I mean they do have a rally car. But they have this whole performance brand coming out, the N Performance brand. So this could be part the of N that. The N Division? The N, well, yeah. It's That's N ridiculous. Performance, yeah. That's I, thought that, ridiculous. I thought that was Ice
2: Cube. What? N Division.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, <laughs> I can't even. You two. It's an all-black Joy Division <laughs> cover band. Oh, whoa. <laughs> whoa.
2: Um, Ice Cube's new pro- property. Uh, it's such a weird idea because you take, you take the usable space of a hatchback, and then you go. Never mind. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know, but I mean, mid-engine hot, hot hatches are awesome, and we've never really gotten them here. Like the right. Clio had the that was the twenty-four whatever it was, the one we always played in Gran Turismo. Yeah, that was like the only time yeah, we got to experience the, that yeah, car. Yeah, yeah. That thing was thing super awesome. It. it was in Dubai. Yeah,
2: for not that much money. Yeah, Dad's like thinking of buying it, and then we talked to Harris, and he's like. Don't
1: weird car. You know, (laughs) the
0: handling dynamics are strange. The French like to do a thing where they take a front engine car and then shove it in the middle.
1: Yeah. Um, But this I mean, either way, even if it's just wacky, it's be way more fun than a Genesis coupe. And it's way more interesting than a Veloster. Yeah. So it like
0: the Veloster could have been good. Could have. But it was an economy car and
1: sports car clothes and nothing more. Even the turbo. Um, The Genesis coupe is fun. This could be more interesting than that.
2: It is more interesting. It's like a Sirocco with a more interesting layout. Oh, it's, it's, but.
0: Didn't, VW did this with like a 12-cylinder a number of years ago, didn't they? I don't know. I believe
2: uh, yeah, someone did an R32, but it was a straight, like the most SEMA concept. I think – Oh. I th- but think it they drove it on. They drove. did. They drove it on Top Gear BBC once, and it ran. It didn't have a great time, and the balance was all funky. It's very but, fast, but, but I mean, wait, it's, is this? Did
1: you say the twelve-cylinder one? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It's called like the Max Six Fifty GTI or something crazy. The like weight balance is yeah. probably nuts. I remember that one. Yeah, um, interesting. Yeah. So I don't know. It could be. It could be cool. The Honda Hyundai, Hyundai RM16N concept. Go look it up um, if you haven't seen it. I don't know. They eventually. Have it to does put look out cool. It's fun.
2: just. It's to me, I'm like, how do you service it? What's the market's weird? Like it? no, I mean all these are all real things you have to think coconut about oil. nowadays, but it's I don't know, if it it could be rad. <laughs>
1: yeah. I'm old. You squeeze in there. Um yeah, just service it with some coconut oil. Um so, uh moving on to what I've been driving this week. Uh, you can you can do a lot of stuff with that. I still have speaking of Volkswagen actually, I still have it parked at home, the Volkswagen Golf All Track. And I kinda love it. Um It's pretty awesome, and I took it way deeper off-road without the help of coconut oil than I expected. (laughs) Shit, i got to write the title. It's going to be coconut oil in this episode. (laughs) Hold on. Um, Yeah, so I took it to the off-road portion of the uh, Hooniverse Highway Hooning Ground, which has some good trails. And if you watch the Rugged Ridge video, um, that's where I took that Jeep, and and there's some good descents, good chances Mm -hmm. to try out – all the different angles that are important to off-road people. See, which...
0: it sounds like the rugged ridge should be the one that comes with coconut oil when you're concerning <laughs> about rough angles. Yeah. No, because the
2: rugged ridge belonged there, and the this, the Volkswagen seems like you brought it there, but it's not really. I meant know
0: for that. nothing about this. Car. So I it's it's like it's like it. an all road. Okay, it's
1: like a Golf wagon all road. So it's got the the you know the the gray fender flares. Does it have a? Is it a little lifted? It's six point nine inches, whereas the regular Golf Sport Wagon is five point five. But they also they also added taller tires than the standard golf. Um, it uses the full four motion off road system, so it's front biased heavily, but it can send power back and then it has hill descent control and it actually worked. I, I forgot it had I it. I think that
0: that's one of those things I think it's kind of a given. Once you buy into these systems, it's kind of yeah, but not, part but, of the package. But not
1: in a golf wag like that's where it's like it's no, like, Land Rover? Of course. You know, I mean, Toyota Toyota Tacoma? component
0: sure. sharing between these things. Is that is
2: that well, I think also nowadays you have so many systems monitoring wheel speed on all four corners yeah. and the braking's electronic that all it is because when I went to that the Jeep launch, like hill descent control has gotten so much better in the last yes. four years from what it used to be, and it's like oh every wheel has a sensor for speed and slip. That's how all the different traction control systems work. Right. So it's almost like they they just. They just, re, you know, reprogram it so it can go down a thing and sense all the speed at very low speeds. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not saying it, it; it's fantastic now. It's almost like, oh, all the cars could probably have it if you do, like, True. a Windows update.
1: No, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. It, it, just, it is neat, though, because I don't do a lot of off-roading. So then, like you probably experienced at the Jeep thing, like, yeah, don't touch the gash of the brake. It'll, it'll just do it. And so weird. Whoa, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but it handles great on road too. Even with the, there's like some fun body roll, but it's expected. It's not you know doesn't come out of nowhere because of the taller setup. Mm-hmm. Um, the the steering electronically power assisted was tuned really really well. It had a sport mode. It had an off road mode. Um, it had an actual e brake, which was great off road. Um, it's just it was a really cool wagon. It was fully fully loaded at thirty five grand. And mm-hmm. I took a picture with it, I posted it on Instagram with what I got. You know, one of the I parked it somewhere with the one of the back tires off the ground, mm-hmm. just because you could. I, at one point, I hit the rear kind of hard, but there was no damage, so um, which is good because I think that's where the gas tank is. Um, but it handled everything I threw at it really well.
2: What engines in there?
1: It's that's the problem. Well, on paper, that's the problem. People are going to look at it and go, "Oh, it only has the 1.8." This is the EA888 engine. So it's 170 horse, 199 torque, and the torque's at 1600 and up. So that's good. It's good. But it would be nice if it had the 2-liter, but the Audi all-road, I guess, gets the 2-liter, and they want some separation. Yeah. So this still, though, gets the 6-speed DSG, and then if you really want it, a manual is coming in 2017. But Sounds the-
0: like this is the perfect, like, Vermont car. Oh, God, yeah. It's
2: too bad you can't get the diesel in it, but we yeah, know that's why. A,
0: that's an issue. But I was thinking it'd be, like, if you had one, it'd be cool to, like,
1: even jack it up a tiny bit higher, throw some BFG KO2s on it, mud flaps. Like, really fucking mm-hmm. rock it out, and then just take it anywhere, yep. and then just, like, drive it. Just daily some, and take your uh, your uh, yeah. Just put groceries. some plates under the bottom of yes. it and beat the oh, yeah. fuck out of it. Right, right. Go, like really, like start rallying it out. And like Which,
0: I guarantee is what will happen this coming year in New Hampshire and Vermont.
1: Oh yeah, and but then also take it to like uh, who who does the Volkswagen stuff like APR or or and, Like just get the the shit. There's probably a chip that all of a sudden is 250 horsepower. Like just a chip. Because yep. Volkswagens mm-hmm. are always like that. And, I mean, you could throw so many performance parts at it; it'd be awesome and fully loaded, 35 grand. It was, oh, it has one of those big ass panoramic sunroofs. And, and it was, it was awesome. I nice. love rollover. Nice. What's
0: that? Which is good in a rollover. Yeah, yeah of, course, of course. Of course. But be see,
1: better, low, better uh, center of gravity than a crossover. Uh-huh. So, yeah. by, like, no. by like probably a few inches.
0: Yeah. Uh, now,
1: also this week, I have the
0: uh, very different car. Yes, this is the car that, and mind you, just so people know, when I rolled up, I just looked at the car and went, fuck you, Jeff. Yes. Uh, it's the McLaren
1: 570S. So it's it's the one that's toned down from the 650 and the 675. It's the it's their sports series, whereas the other ones like the super series and then the ultimate series, which is where the P1 is. So it's like and it is easier to get in and out of while still having wide side sills. Um, it feels more luxurious because it's leather instead of like just suede, suede, suede. Alcantara. Yeah. And the seats are more adjustable, especially than the 675, which were those fixed hardback seats. I love seats. That,
0: that. That in my mind, the suede, suede, suede thing is for the non-existent McLaren TV commercial. Suede, suede, suede. <laughs> we got 20 down on the hood this weekend. Suede, suede, suede. suede all you can take. Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> um, that's great. Uh, it's still got the twin turbo 3.8 just detuned to like 562 horse. It can do zero to I've 60 in like three flat. Matt
2: said he's like, this thing is under Underrated, power-wise. Like, this car is fast as fuck.
1: It's fast as fuck. It's, um, I've, I've only had it today. I've driven it in traffic on the 405 to get here. Uh, so I haven't really pushed it yet. But it's got... I, I mean... The the interior looks a little bit better than I remember from the 650 because the way they integrated the iris, which is their infotainment stuff in the middle, looks good. Well, it
0: makes sense. I mean, it's the newest revision of yeah. that platform. Right, right. And there's a softer version
1: called the 570 GT.
0: The GT a cool car. That's yeah, a really cool car because the back glass, it's like almost like a Corvette hatch. Yeah. Only it, it, instead of hinging at the top, it hinges at the side. Yeah. And it's all just kind of a little softer around, so that it's just a. Like, Well, also basically they're going after the R8 market. The
1: weird thing with that too is that they put because it's the GT car, they put like an extra luggage compartment over the engine. So when you open the rear, you get to the luggage compartment, and then below that is the engine, mm-hmm. which seems like a bad place to store things above an engine.
2: No, depends on those things. But if with you're delivering pizza, that pizza, that yeah. warm <laughs>
1: that sandwiches would
0: be an awesome video. Um, Copyright patent. <laughs> McLaren sandwiches.com Trademark <laughs> uh, uh, That's <laughs> good
1: So The 570S so far Is I mean it was super comfortable Coming here I had. It's going to be unbelievable
2: It's going to be amazing <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: uh, This this car is huge mm-hmm. um, it's, a, it's a nasty car The Trump,
2: uh, the Trump car Is going to be beautiful It's going to be incredible I believe it's gonna that's be pronounced China <laughs> that was a, this is a much better. Trump oh yeah, you're, you're, you've been, been working your, on. This. I've been watching Alec Baldwin. <laughs> yeah,
1: which I love when he said, uh, hey, "I had the, the <laughs> best Baldwin brother, Stephen Baldwin." Yeah. Um, that was so good. So uh, have the McLaren shooting it uh, t- uh, tomorrow. So should go well. Uh, and then next week I finally get the 2017 GTR, which is fun because I'm taking that to my new house. Which I haven't moved into yet. Oh, so you guys d- bought a house. We got a condo. Yeah.
0: Oh, yes. congratulations!
1: I don't think I've said that on the air actually. No, I haven't I've said it on social media. That's because this show
2: is about cars. But that's fine. Go I'm gonna on.
1: start. I'm gonna start a, a thing called a social meteor. Meteor? Uh, yeah, meteor. Just throw it at the planet. It's very yeah. expensive. <laughs> meteor. Social media. Very meteor. expensive. You have to launch um, it into space.
0: It's really hard to return a message. So yeah. that, like, everybody tells you, oh, I'm on that social meteor. It's like, <laughs> it's like how uh, Snapchat used to be. Things just disappear on it. Nice.
2: Yeah, now you can save everything. Um,
1: so, yeah, we bought a place. We move Galactic in. dick pics. We move in um, uh, next week. But this is, this is the second time I'm moving to a new place, and I have a GTR. To make some kind of fucked up. Is first that an omen that every impression. time, you,
0: every time you're moving, you get a GTR? You're I, like, no, because I I feel I've like
1: had be I've had more than one GTR at my where I live currently. So, um, every
2: time I have moved, I've driven a piece of shit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I am bringing my truck there. But you well, know what?
0: So. That oh yeah,
2: like your extra car project hot rod. Shut that
0: up. Probably won't be true the next time because you do have the M3 now. That's so. true.
1: I do have to buy an extra parking pass though. Thankfully the HOA just allows you to buy, like pay a fee and get an extra you. parking pass. I hate you. Um <laughs> whatevs, brah. Um, so we're gonna dive into questions in a minute, but before we do that, I want to give a shout out to Patreon. This is the. I'm doing it in the middle of the podcast here. Yeah. Go to patreoncom slash Podcast to support this podcast. We have different levels. You can get stickers and T-shirts and all kinds of cool shit. And I occasionally post some other stuff there that I don't post everywhere. Um, and you can we can interact on the social media. <laughs> hey man, you can come on the social media. Yeah, we all come.
0: If on If you the don't social need media. enough money, I'll bring
2: you on the media. We'll all you
0: a- gotta do is drink this special Kool Aid yeah. and you can join we'll come, us on the social uh, media. Hale-bop. It's the Hail Bop social media. Yeah, um, and then and then I gotta cover I gotta cover this little Wayland's device too.
1: Yes, we'll do that yeah. after this break because we're gonna pause and save the podcast this week. Hey. <laughs> I have a timer, so let's pause. All right, we're back. Um, so we're gonna dive right into questions, and like we do, Patreon questions come first because they're better than the rest of you. Kevin Schrage asks: Any chance of getting a Hoon Truck versus Million Mile Lexus track battle video? If for no other reason than making Jeff suffer makes for good YouTube watching, I would die if I put that on the racetrack. The Million Mile Lexus mm-hmm. would be funny. The Hoon Truck it would be sloppy. Would but it kill would... me.
0: Yes. Yeah, so...
1: I mean, if if my yeah. steering was completely sorted, I'd do it for shits and giggles. But the, the way my steering is, no. Not really <laughs> no. I'm all for driving cars where they shouldn't be driven, but not in this case.
0: Honestly, I don't think it's that far from being able to do it, but, yeah, not in its current state.
1: No. Um, Ryan Kelly, how is the Volkswagen All-Trek? I was kind of thinking about buying one of those instead of a Crosstrek now. I would be waiting for a stick. I'm just not sure it'll be worth it. I have a TDI buyback car, 14-stick wagon, so this will be the vehicle that is going to replace it. Um not podcast-related, but if you're in the Western Mass area, you need to check out Brick and Feather Brewery in Absentia. It is quite possibly one of the most delicious juice bombs I've ever tasted. We only stopped by here passing through going to Vermont. Good to notice, Brick and Feather. I like uh, how you said not podcast-related. No, but I'm still going to read Roll it. Roll through it. Just Roll kept going. Roll through it. <laughs> Period, comma, next line. This uh, is
2: an off-mic question, <laughs> but if you and your wife are ever visiting... Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, I, I... So the Subaru offerings, like the Crosstrek, I actually really like the Crosstrek, um, but if you are waiting for the manual and you want the stick, the Volkswagen Alltrack, like we said earlier, is it's fucking great. I love lo- it.
0: On a longevity basis, though, I mean, if this is a car you're planning to own for 15 years, get the Subaru.
1: Yeah. Un- I mean, unfortunately, but at least you're just dealing with the, the 1.8 here and not like something It's crazy. not exotic, no. No. Um, I, I really liked it. Yeah, Igor Golovskiy. Which one do you think is more fragile—the recording setup for the podcast or the steering on the Hoon Truck? Definitely the steering, since the recording has only gone down once in 175 episodes. And the Hoon Truck—I've been I three or four of those fucking things. The flex joint, whatever yeah. it is. The rag, rag the ragtime joint. Mm-hmm. Uh, Two point U. What's the best all-wheel drive midsize crossover I can pick up on the used market for under 25K? I mean, Mazda CX-5 is pretty good. Should, all-wheel drive you can get that almost fires again all-wheel drive midsize crossover drive. i mean you can almost get a, a new cx5 for that price. yeah yeah um so if you care about driving dynamics i would go with the cx5
2: say hi to your dad five point me
1: <laughs> dan mosqueda tell us about your garage at the new place is it a better setup than before so the garage is is it's narrow but long <laughs> jokes um, which i which i think will be fine for the truck um, and and, gra- and it'll be better for the garage. It's not attached. It's not attached. Oh, I feel all the walls of the garage as I pull in. Oh. It's got a narrow <laughs> urethra. It's uh, it's not a. Ta- it, it's directly below the condo, but when you open it, it doesn't open into everybody else's garage. Which is great. Yeah. Um. So it's my, it's going to be my own space, yeah. and I'm going to be able to like actually like and you can put stuff up on the tools walls and, and store tool exactly. Yeah. Like I can make. I, I have ideas in my head of making it a cool garage space. I just just going to start. I have the room. There. Um. Yeah. I uh. I. I don't fully know if the truck actually fits or not, but I'm like I eyeballed it and I think I'm good.
0: What town is it in? Hey, hope, Lake Forest. Hope gets
1: oh, you a okay. lot. So places. further south. Yeah. Um. And no more beach which really sucks but it, we're owning a place and there's no way we could afford to pay what we paid to get what we got in Huntington like just can't do that. Yeah. So, whatever. Um
2: most people move to California for reasons other than the beach anyway. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs>
1: um, All the there's cost, a lot none more to the this state. There's a lot more to the state than the beach and you know that. Um the ocean views. Right. <laughs> Says the man that lives in Deep Culver City, uh, 4 miles inland. Um, Joel from um, Joel asks: With the last Ford Falcon recently just made here in Australia, and the last traditional Commodore to roll off Holden line next year, I was wondering what model would you kill? What model would you kill off in the U.S. and what model would you bring back? What model would I kill off? I mean,
0: for each of them respectively.
1: There's nothing I'd really kill off out there. There's nothing I could think of that I would be like, "Fuck, that deserves to die." I can. I'm sure can. you Chrysler can.
0: 200.
2: You're, yeah see you're that's a good one the fiat 500l <laughs> it,
1: it does not it, people who buy that love it though yeah all
2: th- okay those three people they'll there's keep more theirs. than three
1: almost I see everything in the mini line i see the 500x i think more than yeah. the l i don't know um the uh, the thing i would bring back smart car that's still here
2: no kill it oh okay <laughs> <laughs> um
1: <laughs> well, i don't know what i'd bring back i i I, I'm very prepared for these questions like normal. Um, what would you guys bring back? Well, I It'd be cool if we got I'd like a
0: – It'd be cool if like when the SS goes away, if they brought back like a Nova or something th- uh, to fill that. The other day
1: in the Hooniverse Slack chat, we were joking about um, if they brought Mercury back and they did a, an updated Mercury Cougar on the Mustang as it sits now. It would be kind of interesting, like a Landau roof, but like all Mustang and sporty. No. It would be kind of No, No.
2: No. No. <laughs> No, we're oh god damn it! We're so like, this is all. We have thirty kind of different cars for sale, but I want something. I'm not, different. I'm that. not happy. That what what could I make up that? Ooh, you know it was cool. Like let's make it all neon, and then let's also. Ooh, what if it had an eight track? Fuck you, <laughs> and your nostalgia. God damn! It. Um, I saw a Mustang Two today with a Landau. It was silver with fourteen-inch wheels, Landau roof. One of the ugliest colors or cars ever yeah, designed. Yeah, it was awful. Totally. terrible, totally. and then done in the worst way. Like they checked the only option box that made the body of that car look worse, which right. is that vinyl Landau roof. Yes, Landau looks like dog shit. It does look like dog shit. Mercury Cougar. Well, the Mercury Cougar is a cool car. I like right. the car when it goes out, but we don't need. More stuff. You I you agree. missed
0: the brand new CTS V Sport that I saw the other day. Ooh. White walls. Yes. Chrome trim down with the around white around the wheel wells and a Landau roof. I would do white walls on a
1: CTS V just to fuck with
0: There's the cool so
2: type. much Cialis in the glove box of that yeah. car. Uh yes. And golf clubs.
1: Yeah, that's it. Uh Brendan McWade, this question is stolen from another site but a good one. If we've had enough of clone Shelby Cobras and then parentheses I haven't, what other car on the fringes of protected intellectual property should be cloned for enthusiasts? I think I want an AMC Javelin. Um That's a cool car. What should be cloned for enthusiasts that, you know,
0: Porsche 911s, they're too expensive now. Yeah, yeah. original 911. <laughs> well, I was going to say I was going to
1: say uh vintage Ferraris. But even those would be crazy expensive. I
0: think I think the 911 is a reality that's gonna it's gonna happen probably the next few years. I don't think I think there's I think they Porsche sold so, so many of it that though, too
2: for like 50 years that I think the bubble will pop and they'll kind of tumble back down. Because because um, an original Cobra is like rare and four hundred thousand dollars. You know I
1: don't maybe just, they'd
0: be reproduction muscle car bodies because that kind of already exists. but yeah, those like are officially. Cool. Licensed. But that's what I mean is it's like if they were bodies in white just because a lot of those older chassis are just. As good as they were, they're 40 years old, right. you know, 40, 50 years old. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah. Uh, Bertie Redfern, podcast, podcast question. Um, maybe you could answer on a new kind of podcast where you're on your own drunk in Scotland. Oh, wait a minute. I, I, I that, I, that opportunity presented itself again, I would do it. The Jeff Cast. Yes. So if you were forced to engine swap all the cars you own, but only between the cars you own, what would go in what? <laughs> However, you are only allowed the one press car in which an engine can come from, but the rules are it must be a press car you can really, realistically borrow so no Bugatti Chiron. He wrote Bugatti Shitron. It must be technically possible so no Lamborghini V12 in, the v, in the, some Volkswagen. <laughs> <laughs> he um, hasn't been to SEMA. But you must be able to hand the engineless car back to the press team while saying the engine was the only thing Good thing about it so shit car good engine good luck see it's if a lot of rules it is see if zach chris want to play circle he said cars. matt too and how long would this take matt to come to think of it um
2: the only good thing is the end
1: i mean i would put something in my wagon just to get my wagon going um and that mclaren engine out there would be a pretty good one uh and i can realistically oh, get it because i realistically have it um nice compact twin turbo v8 that would be pretty fucking awesome
0: I would um, have fun trying to squeeze a Focus RS drivetrain into the Fiesta. Maybe a Hellcat engine in the wagon would be cool. Or that the would truck. Be cool.
1: Hellcat engine in the truck. <laughs> no, <laughs> Assuming no, no. I then upgraded the brakes and the suspension in the
0: the truck you should put the new uh the new like an EcoBoost or a Coyote. Yeah, that or the new supercharged motor that they have coming out for the for the uh, the next Shelby.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Shelby motor would be cool in there. Yeah. Flat plane crank. Oh, flat plane. crank. Sorry, I, just I don't know Shelby will have a flat But you plane. have to return – you need a
2: press car that the only good thing is the engine so you can return it, right? So we need a press car that has a good engine, but everything else you don't like. Like a Hellcat. I like the Hellcat Charger. I like the Hellcat. But you
1: could make the argument for this purposes. Oh, say, yeah. oh, I'll just do the Hellcat. Or you could – I mean, if, if you hate it, then I would do like a, the Camaro because it's a great the, engine. That.
0: Do that. But and the
1: chassis is so good in that. I know I, that's the problem. But but, I but you know my what my would have been perfect
0: if we if this had been asked three years ago. GT500 motor in your truck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure, True. for sure. Because that thing drives no Ooh, better than your truck.
2: Ferrari six twelve. I do not like the look of that car. One way or at another, no angle is good. No. But the engine is fucking Ferrari V twelve. Okay. And I only have to put it in. <laughs> I only put it in one car, which is my. You know, I have to put it in the truck.
1: That would be that would have been cooler in your Crown Vic though. That engine, big V12. That
2: also would been more of a waste. <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> uh,
1: Brendan McWade, be sure to drink a couple of brews before recording. Have your browser tabs ready. This is going to be good. Sorry, too late. We're literally, we have no beer. We're drinking water. Uh, Marshall Cash, would you rather drive an, an asceta sized big rig or a big rig-sized asceta I'm voting for the Assetta-sized big rig just because I think that'd be hilarious. Yes. Going down the highway in a little asceta big rig. That'd be fucking awesome. It'd be like Power Wheels for adults. Mm-hmm. Um, alternative question for Zach: Which would you rather see at Burning Man? I almost think the big rig-sized aseta makes sense at Burning Man because it's giant, yes. right?
2: Yes, and it, and the aseta is such a cool shape. It's very like you know, I guess for a, rocket but retro. But if,
0: if you had the the sized big rig, you could hook a bunch of trailers up to it and have like it, it could be like your little tractor. But That's think true. about the, the how good. would you even open a big rig-sized
1: Aseda door though? Because they open you know to the front. You like have to how pull would you up, push that. Out. You have to pull
2: up to someone who built a giant robot, that then they open the door. Yeah, like someone could. should bring truckosaurus. I think that was your idea. Is yeah. like bring truckosaurus to Burning Man and just reskin it. It's like yeah, that's a great idea. But like shop. make
1: it like all like um, not as wild. Give it like glasses, yeah, and a hat, friendly. Yeah. Like hi, I'm truck, I'm Stein now. <laughs> um, so
0: no, no. The proper answer to that is the body lifts off the chassis, like on a monster truck, that's or like a drag get, car. That's how you get in and out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Monster truck porthole, right. right, right, right. Um, so there you go. Um, all right, moving on to Twitter questions. Danny Kareki at dKareki. Everyone's everyone's first mod suggestion for Zach clapman's E46 M3. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> fix the chassis that wants to eat itself apart. Can you talk no about in it. what Fuck you're doing? It. Why what, wouldn't cuz you have some parts sitting right over there.
2: Yeah, I ordered a whole new uh cooling system. I got the Turner uh like replacement plus kit or something.
1: Chris is laughing about something. I'm, I'm just, just...
0: looking. I looked over I forgot he had the No, nitrile so glove I did the same thing. I'm like he's like <laughs> working on it
1: right now. He's wearing one nitrile glove right now. <laughs> <laughs>
2: all all of you just Sorry,
1: go ahead. You ordered the, you the Just
2: listen to me talk about. I'm just going to talk about fluids. Nice. Mm. Yeah? yeah.
1: Okay. Um
2: it is a it's a new radiator, but instead of the OEM OEM replacement is like plastic uh, composite. This is aluminum, and so it's uh, more durable for track duty. Um, has a new expansion tank, which is still OEM plastic, but it's you know now not ten years old. There's a problem with those where the plastic expansion tank over ten years heats up, cools down, heats up, cools down, brittle, crack. Um, new impeller on. It's got a new water pump, new hoses, new coolant, new thermostat, lighter pulleys from Turner and Belts.
0: Are the is the impeller plastic like the original or? The
2: so the deal with the the impeller on the original was plastic, which also dried out and cracked. And the new ones from OEM are a super durable composite whereas the old one like if you look at it was like the white simple like, you know. Oh, it was just like PVC. It was like PVC kind of, you know, a, a single type of whatever compound. And now it's like plastics have come a long way because there are metal impellered ones but they're from aftermarket companies and what people are finding is that the metal impeller puts more strain on the bearing and those actually go out sooner than the oem product so it's kind of like it came full circle so i have a whole new so the point of this whole my whole approach to this car right now is make it as resilient as possible to like My driving and like some track days and some drift stuff. You know, I don't I don't need to put a supercharger on it as much as Patrick would like me to. Like, I don't need to do coilovers. I just want to get the cooling updated and bulletproof, and then um, the bushings in the back that are like cracking that need need to be replaced, and uh, and get that sorted. And then down the line, I want to do a short shift kit and the Z3 steering rack because I drove Armin's Mini Cooper S today. And the shifter and the steering on that car are so good and so much better than the E46 Progressive.
1: It's like you're upgrading your car correctly, like an adult. Look at you! I've learned. Wow, I've yeah. done a lot of cars. So, that's so my, is it my a,
0: ideas? Is it an eventuality that the chassis will eventually eat itself on those cars?
2: It, if you drive it hard, I mean, there's some like Armin's car that he bought yesterday that he brought in. The subframes cracked. It's like it just. It depends on who owned it and what they did with it over the last, uh, you know, twelve to ten years. And mine has no cracks. I think it was owned in the middle of America for a while, so the roads are smooth and everything. And it probably wasn't driven that hard, and <laughs> I I think I got lucky. But eventually, with track driving, it will crack. So I'm I'm How far saving in driving.
0: Yeah, as rough as those roads are.
2: I mean, I'm I'm so you know I, I'm gonna be saving money, and when I have you know the extra funds, because that's a big like drop the diff, drop the axle, put these parts up weld it. Like it's not that cheap.
1: Huh. So. Um, Posey at Hunniville ask what is the exact procedure to break a McLaren? He's making fun because I posted a picture on Instagram. Like, an hour after I got the car, I already had warning lights because the steering column stopped working in terms of the uh, adjustments of it, not oh. the turn left, right. It just wouldn't move. And then I did something. I fiddled with the buttons. Then it fixed itself. Oh, it's so, just like an
2: electronic gimmick?
1: Yeah. I, I've heard that people have had some problems with these cars, which is – I had no problems with yeah. the other two McLarens I've driven. Um, and – Everybody,
0: this is n- a lot new in that car, though. Yeah,
1: but but it, y- they have you know, they have all the bugs mostly worked out. And I'm not saying that's an excuse, stuff.
0: I'm just saying that there's a lot new in there. Yeah, it's probably gonna be a year or two before they shake that car out. Yeah, well,
1: it, it apparently people have had some funky electrical issues in this car. And I've and just had car? the one, yeah, shot, right?
0: I mean, that happened
2: with the first gen of the MP4 is like the doors were fucking up. I mean, it's New company, new car. I don't know. It's a lot of complicated From what stuff. I
0: gather, the 650 and the 675 are not that bad.
1: I had no issue with those cars when I drove them for my brief stay And you owned them
2: for <laughs> a full week? Yeah, pretty yeah. much.
1: Uh, need more cars. At need more cars, what's a good question to ask if I want to get my question on a podcast? There you go. Chris Bleach. <laughs> <laughs> BL36CH. Should I put a megaphone in my car to yell at people who get mad at me when they almost hit me? Yes. <laughs> um says man from new england greg at M, at greg mlnr uh thoughts on the mercedes x-class pickup what we see in the u.s we touched on that um yeah we did let's Don't forget, yeah.
0: i gotta do this uh this thing too
1: oh yeah 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 uh, talk about that before we get to the facebook questions because there's always a good amount of facebook questions
0: okay so you guys have probably seen it it's made its way around jalopnik and like autoblog and all the usual places it's a little thing called waylens where it's like a GoPro quality. It's not some dash. hipster's new son. Hey, this is my son Wayland's. This is my son Wayland's. Here's my here's my daughter Smithers. Wait, your
2: son's name is is plural? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, it's a little like a GoPro, except it's got a much bigger image sensor and it's a full time dash cam, but it ties in with the OBD OBD two port and it will also do all the telemetry on the car. So, it does. You can record up to like 1080p 60 frames a second, and it. It'll. It's really cool. It'll give you like a Gran Turismo style overlay on everything, so you can see RPM, boost pressure. Uh, you can actually see g- lateral and you know g- G's on everything. It's just. It's pretty cool. Um, and then you can control it all with a phone app and a little button that just kind of wraps around your steering wheel, huh. so that like it, it's constantly recording and will. Then, as it as it approaches the end of whatever size SD card you have in there, it'll just start recording over what was earlier there. Yeah. But if you hit the little button on your on your steering wheel, or you hit a little touchscreen thing on on the device itself, it'll save a clip for like up to thirty seconds. So it's so like,
1: like if you see shits about to go down.
0: Right. It's like the perfect device for if you live in Florida <laughs> or Russia. Right. Um it's not cheap. It's like 500 bucks, but... Oof. The build quality looks really good. Dude, it's very solid. Yeah. I mean, it looks like a, It's made out of uh, solid aluminum. It like looks like, like a 11, 11 capsule. Yeah, NASA yeah. aluminum capsule. Um, it's got a OLED screen on the back of it. It's pretty cool. And then it actually, when you've got it in the car, it creates its own Wi-Fi network so that you can control it with your phone. Um, it's got the Wi-Fi. It's got the Wi-Fi. The fucking Wi-Fi. Is that for charging? Yeah. It's got this cool little clip-in mount, too, where it's like... It snaps in, and it's a proprietary thing. But um,
1: Can
2: you add a flared base to it so it doesn't get lost?
0: Well, I, I mean, if, if you're going to get that in, well, then you get, oh. you're you an experienced user. I'll get it in. Oh, I'll, yeah. I'll get it in. Uh, it's pretty cool. The only problem I had with it was um, <laughs> How when much I it costs? kind of it's, – Yeah, it's not cheap, but I will say the quality is a lot better than, than a GoPro would be, especially in low light. I'm
1: um, I'm eager to get my hands on the new GoPro fives, though. Obviously, you wouldn't have all the telemetry data and all the extra shit you get with
0: that. Yeah, um, it'll also. And Zach and I were talking about this a couple of weeks ago. It will actually do a GPS overlay. I found out.
1: Oh, interesting. That's kind of um, cool.
0: So yeah, there's there's enough data there to get you arrested. Yep, that's what I was. Quick um, piece kit, but it'd be awesome for a track. I haven't taken it on a track, but I took it across the country just as like cheap, you know, dash cam insurance in case something weird happened. Right. Um, and, you uh, know what's cool about that is
2: uh, I think I think it was the old Top Gear where they drove you know Schumacher's car or something and they were watching their telemetry and then they watched his and his Schumacher super smooth and like you know especially for a wealthier person they do a lot of track days and if they want to look at how they can fix their lap like I think a really oh, yeah. common one is the off on of oh break, does it gas, do that gas,
0: well, Ga- it, gas and it, show, it, show it shows you your stuff? gas you, it shows you a number of those different different things
1: yeah it'd it'd be be great if you could break it out like they do race data where it's the chart because who did that oh matt did that actually in one of his videos where they they
0: probably with the exr yeah it was
1: Exr where they showed him like
0: oh right you know they don't but given the screen things are drawing on the screen they have that data it's got to be there right it's there so that might be i know they're going to listen to this because they're like well when let me know when you get the review out um, that would be cool is if they could dump yeah. that data out right to the flash card so that we could use that for for track work yeah yep. that, because then you can sell it as like here's
2: your track training tool right. like hey your coach isn't you don't have a coach there but now you do
0: it's like a much better version of the performance data recorder that gm's putting on their cars right now huh. um it's it's a pretty cool little device i only had one little problem with when it was on you can have like if your car already has a built-in wi-fi network it can either join a network or it can create a network and it was initially set up to join a network and when I switched it to to like create a network, it kept it going got, back and forth or it got caught up and like nothing could communicate until right. I restarted it. But then as soon as I restarted it, it was fine. Sure. But it's nice because it's just um, you know, you wire it up with your USB, they give you all the little stuff to kinda of permanently mount it. Uh, and then it's just switched on with your ignition. So mm,
1: that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um awesome uh jumping over to facebook for the facebook questions um jason connor asked do people from boston hate boston market well we didn't even realize it was a thing until we come west and yeah it's just very generic food we actually there's have no reason it needs to be named boston. boston market it's right. just
0: like that is not boston it's, it's like almost turkey right that's really yeah. what it should be called um thanksgiving, nearly every thanksgiving. Day. yeah
1: Ken Doherty Jr. Uh, I saw that you were driving the new Volkswagen Alltrack and you confirm or deny that it's just a cheaper Audi Allroad. It does seem kind of appealing. I think it should have came with a 2.0, though. It's a different platform um, than the the Audi version, um, but it's it feels like just like a baby Allroad in a very good way. Audi interiors are super premium, especially in the higher trims now. So, I I mean, the one point eight does much better than you'd expect. Chris Cavalieri, as an auto enthusiast, skilled auto tech, pondering a move to the west coast from the northeast is all the talk of huge cost of living, crazy property prices exaggerated. <laughs> and would the coast to coast move be worth it for a gearhead who loves automobile culture and good roads? If you can come out here and find a job and there are plenty of pockets to f- find a place to live. You don't need to live on the beach. You, um, y- It's possible. If but- you call that living. Right. But I'm, I'm joking. if you um, if you want to live on the coast you're going to pay to do so yeah. it is significantly more expensive but it also
2: depends on where in california like san luis obispo or ventura are much cheaper yeah. than los right. angeles santa barbara san francisco There's like pockets of san even diego long, even long to. beach is a lot cheaper than
0: yeah, it is. yeah really long beach
1: is a great so. choice san, Pe- um, san pedro is good right don't now. don't tell
0: people about san pedro i
1: know my i wanted to buy there trust um me.
0: yeah it's and i had i just had this conversation i don't know how many times because i just went to florida and saw friends and family and blah 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 it's the wages you'll get paid are more here and your cost of living in terms of housing is more expensive but the rest of your cost of living expenses are kind of a wash it's really not that different
1: and if you really do love like genuinely truly love car culture i've always felt california is, is the place to be totally for that. yeah um Ross Ballot, you win a raffle and get an hour with Ken Block's unicorn and an open track, city park, wherever you want, all to yourself. Unlimited gas and tires, just you in the car, nobody around to distract you or interfere. Where do you go? Coconut oil store. Coconut oil store. You'd go to Sam just yeah. to recreate. And...
2: Well, I because it's got there's there's some good twisty stuff like near the Golden Gate on the other side. You yeah. can go in the Golden Gate and then it's got you could jump Jumps. the hill. I'd crash. Whatever. I think it's just got a good mix of craziness. Like right there.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's true. I'd be tempted to do to say Boston just because it'd be fun to like go back there and just fucking wreak havoc in a city that I I grew up in. Um, tough. Co- I mean, yeah, you you would think you'd be like racetrack, but like no. I, I think the answer is a city
0: somewhere. Yeah, or yeah. airport, but you yeah. know, be fun. Chicago,
1: Chicago would be cool if you too. Had
0: if the streets were shut down, everything's so wide, and you got you got Wacker and Lower Wacker, right. and You could just. You can shoot some really cool stuff. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, there's 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 some good answers out there, too. Aww, yeah. Um, <clears throat> Blake Swan, what are your thoughts on Nissan acquiring Mitsubishi for the U.S., considering Nissan has filled the void of Mitsubishi by offering cheap eco-boxes with terrible interiors and offering 20-year financing on predator loans to the less wealthy? Um, I think it's potentially good because Mitsubishi didn't really have any other choices. If Nissan could find a way to revive Mitsubishi, that'd be great. Uh, Otherwise,
0: why would Nissan want it though?
1: Well, what they could do is turn it into like their like affordable eco line or something, which might be a smart way to go. Or another direction would be to make it their their modern day Datsun counterpart. You know, like I don't know. There's a couple ways they could take it.
0: The only way I could see that they'd want that business is if they could get all the uh, industrial stuff, like all the forklifts and that kind of crap with it. Yeah,
1: maybe, maybe. Um, Kyle Nuadnik, forty thousand dollar new Focus RS or used forty thousand dollar Chevy SS. I want you to can say, buy a new Chevy SS for that kind yeah, of yeah. I, I want to say Focus RS, but I think I go Chevy SS because I want V eight rear wheel drive. Yeah, I that's I do too. A, and that's a great car. Um, Greg Pallad, if for some reason you weren't an auto enthusiast, would you prefer to tinker with planes or boats? I personally, I would. I wish I would say planes, but the answer is boats. I really, I like boats a lot actually. Um, I feel like
2: they're well. We, we had Aaron Robinson on the TST podcast last week, and it's like for those who don't know, he's he's a, sorry, yeah, a
1: very. Through. Uh, he's a great automotive journalist at Car and Driver.
2: Yeah, he's seen your editor there now. I mean, he also, a like, long, long knows time. his shit mechanically. Oh, and, totally. Yeah. He was a technical he editor for a, a while. He, he's, he's, he's had a few Espadas. Espot- he's,
0: he's rebuilt Espadas. So. Yeah, that's and
2: all you do with them. You don't drive Espadas. You fix Espadas. And now he has a plane. And now he's a plane. Um, of course he does, because but his a, life wasn't hard enough. You no, know, well, the, you know, the plane, you're only allowed to do so many things yourself. You're not allowed to do a lot. Really? Like, oh, yeah. He's like, you, I'm allowed to change my oil. I'm allowed to check tires. But... Just taking their propeller off. He needed to take his propeller off to get it checked, and it's eight bolts. You're not allowed to do that. You need wow. an FAA. Because, I mean, and it makes sense. Like, if what you're doing is in the air above people, you can't have people like me, like, oh, I, I watched some DIYs on YouTube. I think I got it. You know, and oh, no, you don't. Like, you need someone who knows what the fuck they're doing all the time to look at everything on the street.
0: I'd argue, I think that in a single prop plane, you could probably end up doing less damage than in a car going down the street.
2: Uh,. I don't know falling like if if a, if a plane if you're playing out of the sky and fall in someone's house and like you know like you the number of people killed would probably be similar, but it's like the risk is so high, and you're flying across air traffic control at l a x like there's a lot of things yeah. that, that it's just like a lot more risk, but it's just a more fearful thing. his his point was that like boats are tough because they sit in the water, so they just like even if they don't move for like a year like stuff breaks stuff stuff well stuff i mean thing.
1: hopefully it wouldn't sit for a year. Okay, um,
2: if but boats, the harbor, are, boats but, you know, are tough. Right, boats yeah. are
0: tough. Um, well, and the other the other thing that you can say about boats is that, boat breaks, you float. Right. That's <laughs> I, I agree. I yeah. rather be, you know. No, but I, I I just I I love the ocean. Uh, <laughs> so maybe the answer young... is seaplane. <laughs> oh God, those are so rad. It's so cool. Um, and then you can be blue for Halloween.
1: Right. I don't like heights, but I enjoy some plane stuff, and I've flown in a float plane before, and it was amazing, uh, and it was really cool because it was in Seattle and they they can't i think it was that they can't go above 1500 feet because then they interfere with sea tack traffic so we were like cruising pretty low came into the freshwater side of the city landed and then got in jaguars and went to dinner it was fucking amazing it was it was unreal um love that those things were so good but i i would go boats personally nick taylor any thoughts on if the new mazda speed 3 will ever come out (sighs) I don't know. Mazlik needs to keep moving product, so we'll see. Uh, I don't, I've they never don't been a seem, huge Speed 3 fan, to be honest. They don't seem
0: very bullish on it.
1: Um, Greg Scantleberry, what company would you like to buy Lotus? Perhaps an EcoBoost Evora? I mean, an EcoBoost Evora would be cool, but I don't think Ford would do Lotus justice today. Um, I could be wrong about that. I think it would that, make a lot
0: of sense if, if um, they were brought in under the fold of McLaren. I was going to say Volkswagen
1: Group like it'd be like a toy for them you know mm-hmm. volkswagen oh we have this other stupid thing <laughs> over here fuck it um or for tata <laughs> fuck it they'll buy it um and just let them do their thing uh, somebody chinese or indian will buy them that's probably true um talmage elton gardner i have a manual 08 vet does yours sound terrible at low rpms as well <laughs> No. Yeah, yours sh- sounds great. Chris's is loud as fuck. Um, it shouldn't
2: sound bad, bad like bad how. I know, like bad, bad
1: how, like bad, like in a good view. Are you lugging the engine? Maybe he means, like, this sounds bad. <laughs>
0: like bad to
2: the bone.
1: Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what's going on I mean, on there. yeah,
0: if you're cruising around at 10 miles an hour in 6, it's it's going to be <laughs> a little upset.
1: Um, Could be broken. I remember the first time I heard Chris's. I was like, holy fuck, that's loud. Um, That was in, in a very good way, mind you. Yeah, it,
0: that was... That wasn't even intentional. I handed that off to Borla because they were just doing R&D work and they needed to, to mock some stuff up. And I was like, yeah, I don't want it too loud. And then they came back to me and it's just like, oh. yeah, that's really." Oh, did you say you wanted
1: a race car? Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, Ralph Montes, are you going to see me this year? It will be my first year. Anything you would recommend is a must-see or do while I'm there. I'm not going. Chris is going. And Zach. Jason Connor's going. I'm going. Zach Clapman's going. Uh, Rick Radcliffe, friend of the, the show, He's is going. not going. going. Oh, he's not. No. Oh, I thought he was going.
0: Hence the whole hotel room situation. I was. Uh, oh, sorry, right?
1: okay. He was going. Yes. Because <laughs> um, he posted a picture of his badge. Um, yeah. There'll, there'll be there'll a be of bunch around. of people there, and then you know, like, just you know, walk around. The guys will be around too, and you know, find someone. Just try to get into one of the parties. Really, that's all you got to care about. Yeah.
0: Larry and Musto will be around too. There,
2: you're going to um, see everything. Like everything you thought you'd see, a ton of stuff you never thought you'd see. Like it's. You'll, it's insane it's insane it's much
0: more enjoyable as an attendee oh you god just yes. around god
1: yeah. or if you're getting paid like if you're getting fucking paid like when d'andrea and corolla go there to do a show like someone is like hey do you guys want x thousands of dollars to come and hang out yeah of course we do yeah we'll, we'll do that true um but, but if I work, you're going there to like there. work yeah like really
2: work yeah it's tough. If you have to schmooze or shoot video, it sucks.
0: I couldn't even imagine shooting I, video. I before. will have to do a little schmoozing in addition to the podcast. Right. We'll be recording all week, uh, Tuesday through Friday. What booth? Uh, we'll be at Magnaflow again. There you go. Uh, and we have the Forza guys bringing out a couple of Forza Horizon oh, 3 perfect. sleds. Um, and there'll be the full rig set up with Fanatec hardware and everything. Uh, so, so
1: that's then, where you should go,
0: Ralph. Yeah. Go by. <laughs> goodbye. And we'll be fly to Vegas too, for, and play video games. If we're hanging out, come say hi. So. Um, and then,
1: uh, buy Jason a drink, not Chris cause he doesn't drink. Uh, and you, Zach can go fuck himself. On yeah. The <laughs> you get what? to pick one car for the next five years, but it's the only car you and your family can drive. What do you pick? E 63 wagon. No question. E-
2: yeah. The last one that was real drive.
0: Sure. The mm-hmm. only car you and your family can drive Is that for, the just... years, yeah. for the next five years. Yeah. The next five years. Uh, well, I mean, a Range is a good choice, too. Is this presuming that we have more people than ourselves to drive around?
1: <laughs> I know. You could pick a fucking BAC Mono. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like who gives a shit? As <laughs> a matter of fact, I would right. pick an Ariel Atom with a Coyote V8. Um,
2: I think I'd probably pick like a 488 GTB if it was just pick anything.
1: I don't have a family. That's me. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd pick the, uh, the, the Ferrari bread van then. The, uh, that P1. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <there you laughs> go. No, I w- I would Shoot. actually go with an E sixty three wagon. Um no budget, ten car garage. We've done that question before and it takes forever. So, so sorry, Ray. Yeah. Uh you gotta go All back and of find Mitsubishi's. that. One. We'll have
0: yeah. to just put a we'll have to put a rule out that we've we of that once a year. I know. once uh, a year we'll I do I would that pick one. like
1: ten different days. Starion's yeah. Maybe maybe one Eagle Talon. 10 Miatas with nine good friends. Josh Ostrander, who's probably going to shoot tomorrow. What beer do you get at Four Sons Brewing? Uh, My standard beer that I get there is uh, the um, the Great One because they're big hockey fans. So it's named after Wayne Gretzky. It's 9.9%, which he was number 99. It's also 99 IBUs, and it's fucking delicious. Um, If you're in the area, you should stop by Four Sons Brewing um, just because they're good people and they make really good beer and they're car people too, which is fun. Actually, the oldest son uh, just got a Dynan E36 M3. Oh, yes. interesting. So I'm going to try to see if I can supercharge. Supercharged, it, I hope. Yes. Oh,
2: cool. Yes. That'll be fun. Yes. I wonder how many things in the interior are interesting.
1: He had a Mustang. He was g- slowly turning to track. He wanted to turn to track duty. And then like a the four-door Jeep is just the family kick-around car. He sold both of them to buy a new F-150 to use to haul like stuff for work. And then he... Said, fuck it. And he bought, and He still has the the truck, but then he added this. That car'll be
2: super fun. I mean, the chassis yeah. is really fun. Just E36 gonna...
0: interiors are like two day old band aids in the shower. Yeah, they just kind of want to stick, but not really.
2: There's like sticky parts, and there's th- like the glove box sag and stuff. But as you know, race car fun cars, right? Are sweet. Um,
1: tell everybody where they can find you on social media. Zach,
2: find me on Twitter uh, at zach Klapman, z a c k k l a p m a n, or you can find me on Instagram now. <laughs> at fake Zach Clapman. This is actually him. That's, that is I, me. I no longer
1: vouch the it. other account. Nope. Okay. <laughs> I still have it. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you,
2: it. It's for uh, it's for more of a. I'm, I'm changing the brand to a glove type of thing.
1: Okay. <laughs> at coconut oil. Um, Chris, tell
0: everybody where they can find you and where they should get their podcasts. As usual, you can find me at Hayes on Twitter, and that's H A Y E S D A T A. You can find such resounding topics as me yelling at Delta this morning. Um. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, not a lot. I've been super busy. I haven't been very active. I haven't been very active at all. Uh, I don't do Instagram. I love that
1: you can read the tweets in his voice, too. It's just the best. <laughs> <laughs> the best ones are the SEMA ones last year, I think. Uh, <laughs> I don't even remember what they were. <laughs> just anger. Probably, anger. Probably. Hashtag angry. Um, probably. Just uh, find Chris in real life
2: and just like, <laughs> like him in real life.
0: Um Follow me on oh dude, Shout Engine too. Oh yeah, yeah. As usual, if you want to do a podcast, come on over to Shout Engine. Do a podcast. We, we will uh, come and do a podcast. Yeah, I, I don't know why I actually that way. Come and do a podcast. No poundcast will be your alternate that goes with the glove yeah, and the podcast right. coming out soon. Um, Damn, that'd be a good title too. Oh yeah, um, dude, <laughs> there's no talking,
2: dude. But there's noise.
0: Register it on here. Get that shit done. Yeah, man. do poundcast. I this want is to- a joke at the very least. Oh man. Uh, but anyway, yeah. Shout engine. Uh, we got a million podcasts. Create your own too uh, and listen to stuff.
1: And then follow me on Twitter at Jay Glucker and at The Hooniverse. Follow me on Instagram at Hooniverse Jeff. Also follow at The Real Hooniverse. Go to our YouTube channel. Um, go to Hooniverse.com to read all of our stuff. And uh, if you want, go to iTunes to rate and review this podcast. And if you don't, whatever. Who cares? Um, but Patreon, do go there, patreon.com slash universe podcast. And then in the meantime, we will see you next week. Peace. Yep.